Welcome to the ETC Coaches Corner, an inside look into the Midlands' best private training facility, where we'll be discussing all things from nutrition to training and everything in between. In this episode, we're going to be discussing all things Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just ruined the guest the guest spot because you were so excited about Christmas. It's okay. All things Christmas and how to survive December. I actually hate when people say survive December. It's like, oh, here's your December survival guide. It's like, yeah, mate, I've survived many Decembers before. So we're going to use the term survival, but really what we mean is how to not completely hate yourself and go into a, a pit of despair come January. So that's basically what today's episode is going to be about. And we're going to be looking at kind of five main things that hopefully will provide you with a little bit of a, little bit of a mindset shift or a framing to understand that you are just a person and December can be a fun month for some and not so fun for others, but we're going to be talking specifically about health, nutrition, and training. So welcome, Jack, to the podcast. How are we? Very well. Very well. I'm quite tired, um, but other than that, I am good. We've had a busy few days, haven't we? We have. It's a very exciting, very exciting time at uh, the office in ETC podcast world, we are using a second microphone. Ooh. So instead of sharing a microphone, we're actually able to look at each other. I can look at Jack's little head. <laughs> and we can make eye contact with each other, which is exciting. Ooh, now he's winking at me. Very exciting. So December, usually a time of lots of social occasions and alcohol and all of the above, which to be honest, I'm already experiencing. I already feel like a Christmas pudding. Uh, but Jack, what is your favorite part of a Christmas meal? Roast potatoes. Oh, really? Full stop. Roast potatoes? Roast potatoes. Oh, that's interesting. Not even like stuffing, man. Stuffing and gravy is just like... I don't know. I think it's because I haven't... Because I, obviously, in case you weren't aware, I don't eat meat. So I don't (laughs) have like sausage stuffing. So I think it's maybe because I haven't had really good Mm. stuffing in the last decade. So... (laughs) The last decade. Yeah. Solid stuffing is absolutely the best. Yeah, but roast potatoes. Potatoes are just the best. Roast potatoes, not mash. Don't care. Roast potatoes are the best. We met a guy yesterday, taxi driver, when we were in Belfast. (laughs) This is like a stereotype, right? But this guy absolutely loved potatoes. Honestly, he loved potatoes more than anything. He kept talking about it and we were like laughing. This guy loves potatoes. And when we went for a meal the night before... They brought out like every variation of potato accompaniment. It was like, we got roast potatoes, we got we got mashed potatoes, we got chips, and we got cured potatoes. <laughs> like honestly, it was quite funny. That sounds like I'm being racist, but that's actually exactly what I said. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Right, so focus Tim. We're moving into December. I am I'm worried. I'm worried that I'm gonna lose my progress. I'm worried that every time I go into December, I drink every single night, I'm, I'm super social, I don't train as much, it's cold, it's dark. What would be my first thing that I can do just to kind of understand what's going to be happening for potentially the majority of December? So where do I start, Jack? I think you have to start with the, the kind of like the planning, but it starts with looking ahead and going, right, okay, like let's look at the next you know, realistically, probably the next six weeks, you know, from this week all the way through till after New Year. And we go, right, okay, what do we have on? Who's, what Christmas parties do you have? Where are you going for Christmas? Is anyone's birthday? 
what are you doing for new year um like staff meals like all these little things that are probably happening throughout december and they are going to be occasions where you're going to have more delicious food available to you it's going to take up time so you're going to have more things in your diary that are going to take away from potentially your time to commit to the gym training exercise all that good stuff Um, and then from there you can go right okay where are the opportunities for me to a do good stuff but also where are the opportunities that i might potentially be inclined to overconsume or overindulge that's a really good point so what you're basically saying is instead of potentially feeling overwhelmed at all the things that you're doing taking a little bit of a step back literally putting it in your diary like what what am i doing with on this sunday where am i going for christmas meals where am i going to be at christmas where am i going to be at new year's what's that going to look like and then being able to once you kind of have a little bit of a plan it's going to kind of reassure what decisions you can and can't make so you you might know oh on this occasion i can maybe not drink and this occasion I'm, i'm more in control of what i'm doing but i know with this group of friends or this particular person or this thing that i'm doing i might not be able to have as much control maybe i could drive to this party or this thing but actually sitting down and taking the time to look at what you're gonna do could actually be quite empowering i guess but then on the the flip side of that you might look at that and think oh my god i've got to drink all these different times and eat all this food but actually i think it's really important to be like you actually you actually don't need to do all of those things yeah yeah exactly and you know i think a lot of people can as you said like get overwhelmed be like oh my god i've got all this stuff on like i'm not gonna have time to do anything and it's like well that yeah to a degree that is true but then you can then also go well what of these things do i have control over and what don't i have control over because some of the things you will there'll be elements of each meal or elements of each event that you can have some control over and then rather than worrying about the fact that you've got all these things on and it's going to ruin your progress and you're going to gain those weights, like, well, actually, like, if I actually take a step back and go, oh, well, actually, I can drive to that meal because I don't really mind not drinking at that thing. And I can, you know, I don't have to eat at this particular event. And all these little things that when actually, when you actually plan them all out and map them all out, it's like, well, actually, maybe only there's, Instead of the six events, maybe it's only three or four where you are potentially going to overindulge a little bit. Or there might only be a couple where you do, in fact, overindulge. And that's important. So Jack and Tim's first first point to survive December is just give yourself 10, 15 minutes to plan what's actually going on and then looking at how you can not absolutely send it every single <laughs> occasion, just be a little bit more conscious and look, like I, I know personally that my December is, 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 is super busy. I'm going to be drinking and eating more than I usually would. Uh, but something that we're going to talk about in a bit is just like how we can reframe what we actually do and what our definition is of success. And I've kind of given you Jack's second point, but I'm going to talk about my point. And my point is super simple. My point is just time frame. Give yourself a time frame. So I already know we've been celebrating Christmas since bloody September in the UK, haven't we? And... I think people have already started celebrating extensively in November and then they stop celebrating in February. Oh, it's Christmas. Woo, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, great. 
whilst that is not necessarily a terrible thing, it's definitely not the most optimal thing if you want to look and feel a certain way about yourself. Like, if you're celebrating Christmas times and having mulled wine and doing all these extracurricular activities from the middle of November until February, because, oh, it's January, it's sales, it's, oh, it's this, it's still like a festive period, it's still dark, it's still cold, you can do quite a lot of unfavorable, I don't want to say damage, that sounds really extreme, unfavorable behaviors over a two and a half month period than what you can over a week or two weeks. Like for me, I am generally quite controlled with how I do things, but I will probably give myself a week of like when I go to Newcastle, like a week to go, I'm going to have literally what I want, do what I want, X, Y, and Z. And then after that week, like after Christmas, I'll be like, okay, I'm done. And then as soon as like Christmas day is over, I'll be much more like, right, I'm going to be back into more consistency with my training. I'm not going to be eating all the time. And just being as conscious as possible to not just let it creep over all through January into February because it's dark and cold. So give yourself a time frame. Give yourself some boundaries to not just go mental for such a long period of time. Because let's face it, you can't do huge amounts of, you can't, you can't have that many calories, like really in a week to, to really make you hate yourself come January, February. So give yourself a smaller time frame. Be mindful going in. So plan what you're doing, as Jack said, and give yourself a bit of a time frame, some boundaries about what you're doing and have fun, man. Just have fun at Christmas time. Festive, festive period. Sorry. Right, third point, Jack, what would be your third pointer for you to provide somebody with the best possible situation for success? I think the word you said there, like, Probably for most people, it's changing the definition of success Ooh, for this period of the year. I like it. And probably changing or realigning what you see as progress. So you might be someone sat listening to this and you might be like, I'm on a weight loss journey. I'm on a fat loss journey. And I've been doing really well. You know, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm on that path. I'm losing weight. I'm losing fat. I'm working towards my goal. We get into December, you maybe haven't had a lot of events on up until this point. You haven't had things that have potentially got in the way of you working towards your goal. Maybe it's been reasonably straightforward. Now we're coming into Christmas. As we said at the start, you've got these things that are on the calendar, Christmas party, Christmas, New Year, birthdays, whatever it might be. And you know that in the past, you have overindulged at those particular events. Mm. They have been times when you have maybe feel like you've lost control a little bit. You've gained weight. It's taken you further away from where you want to be. And you're sat there and you are concerned that that is going to happen again. Now, when I say changing the definition of success, you might be sat there being like, I want to keep working towards my fat loss goal. Like in December, you know, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to overeat. I'm not going to tuck into the celebrations and I'm going to get through December and I'm going to have continued losing weight, losing fat and working towards my goal. I think it's really important to take a step back and go, how realistic is that? Like, is that actually a possibility rather than burying your head in the sand and being like, nope, I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. This year is my year. It's going to happen. That might be the case for a very small number of people. Whereas realistically, most people are 
in that scenario, probably still going to struggle through this time of year. And your environment largely dictates a lot of the decisions you'll make. Maybe up until this point, there hasn't been an abundance of chocolate around you. But as we know in December, there are tubs of celebrations everywhere you look. And if you are faced with those things day in, day out, the likelihood of you dipping into those things becomes even higher. So when I say changing the definition of success, well, if you've always gained a stone, let's say every December that you can remember, you've got into January, maybe into February, and you've gained a stone, 10 pounds, eight pounds, whatever it is for you that you know has typically occurred, then success might be less than that. So if you've always gained 10 pounds, well, anything less than 10 pounds is better than you have done before. That is progress. And that's what I mean by success in December might not be not gaining any weight or losing weight with that original example I gave. It might be, well, I only gained five pounds, whereas last year I gained 10. And if you look, if you only look at that from a perspective of I've gained weight, I'm a failure, then that is going to put you into a mindset that's potentially going to drive you further away from your goal come January. Whereas if you can change the mindset around it and change the definition and go, I only gained five pounds. I am better than I was last year. I am working towards my goal of being a healthier, happier human. And I think that for a lot of people will actually help them feel inspired that they have done something that they haven't done before and will ultimately help them be in a better position come January. I mean, I absolutely love that. There's so much gold in it. And I really want you just to think about this. So like you could, let's just say extreme example, right? You go into Christmas, you you gain two stone every year or you brag about it, whatever it might be. And this year or last year, you gain a stone. Even just gaining a stone, which is, you know, t- in, in technically oh, I've gained weight, therefore it's bad, which isn't necessarily true. You've actually made progress. So like actually going backwards a little bit is actually massive progress. Well done you. And the tasks in which you the tasks in which you set yourself and how you frame it is so important for your mindset and how you feel about yourself. Like I was having a conversation with somebody and they were given some crazy workout from a personal trainer where they had to, had to work out for 90 minutes every day for 30 days. I was like, that's ridiculous. I don't even do that. P.S. I'm literally a professional and I don't do that. And she was like, I'm just a, but but before she told me that, she went, oh, I, I was doing a program with a PT, but I'm just a complete failure. I can't even stick to it. Like, I'm, I'm a failure. And she told me what it was. And I was like, no wonder. No wonder you failed. But now you've dropped out. And now you're not doing anything because you think you're a failure. But your expectations were just absolutely, completely ridiculous. You're a 55-year-old lady. You shouldn't be doing 90-minute workouts. Like, of course, I'm not going to be able to do that. But I'm, but I'm also not going to set myself up for failure by saying, oh, I'm going to work out for 90 minutes every day for 30 days because I wouldn't be able to do that. Therefore, my whole framing of success is, is unrealistic and therefore I'm gonna feel like a failure. So what about if you made it, I'm gonna exercise for 15 minutes a day, I'm gonna go for a 10 minute walk, and then you achieve the things and you're like, oh, I haven't failed, I've actually done something good. So when you're going into December, think about, well, how can what is success for me and what can I do? And is what I'm telling myself, what I'm setting myself realistic? And just to kind of come back, I think you made a really good point about like gaining 10 pounds or whatever it might be every Christmas. 
The question that I want you to ask yourself is, what behaviors led you to gain 10 pounds, five pounds, whatever it might, whatever it might be? What did that look like every year at Christmas? And do you want to do those behaviors again? How did that make you feel? Think about like, your future self, right? How would I feel about myself if I do all these things that I know that I did last time? Like if you do the same behaviors as what you've always done, then expect the same result. I really hope I don't gain weight this year. Cool, what are you going to do about that? I really don't want to hate myself when it comes to January. Cool, well, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to do the exact same thing? Because the exact same thing will happen. And as you get older, it's probably going to get worse. So think about how are you framing to yourself? How are you speaking to yourself? And what expectations are you putting upon yourself? And is that viable? Is that actually going to serve you positively? And just because you may gain weight or do more things, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad because you've got to compare yourself to yourself. And if your behaviors are not different, you cannot expect a different result. Love that. You kind of stole my fourth point, the fourth point about the environment. Because the environment in which you are in dictates everything. Also, I think celebrations are massively overrated. I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, celebrations are the best. Sometimes I'm like, heroes are the best. No, I don't like any of them. Honestly, if, I had a pack, if there was a pack of heroes in front of us, there's not a part of me that's like, ooh. I'll eat them if nothing's there, which is why environment's really important, right? If I'm hungry and nothing's there, I'll be like, oh, I might have to have some celebrations. Ugh. I don't really get much happiness from them, which is probably a good thing, right? Whereas you're like an absolute snack fiend. I'm a chocolate not even chocolate, just like sweet stuff. Nah, I'm not asked for chocolate, honestly. I like chocolate. Don't come at me with, oh, you hate chocolate. I don't mind chocolate. I like it. It's, it just doesn't do it for me. I'm a, I'm a pick and mix kind of guy. And it's crisps. I do enjoy pick and mix. I love pick and mix. I've, ate, I've eaten too much pick and mix the last couple of days. That is true. So when it comes to environment, Jack, like what, what can we do? What can we change in our environment? Because we know that the environment dictates your behavior. Like it, re it really, really does. And even if we could leave it at that point, right? Your environment dictates your behavior. How do you know that? Well, when you're driving along the road and there's 30 miles per hour signs, the environment of the road that says 30 miles per hour will control your behavior. So you only do 30 miles per hour most, most of the time. If you see a speed camera and the speed is 50 miles per hour, the environment is saying, these are the rules of this confined of what you're doing. You will go the speed limit or you will have the, the repercussions. And what are the repercussions for you? Self-respect, confidence, a unfavorable body composition. These are the negatives that we have to maybe think of to stop yourself from acting in the behaviors that are gonna to work towards that. So Jack, environment, what, what, what can we do? How can we help ourselves? How can we control our own behavior? So as, as we've kind of alluded to, like around this time of year, hyper palatable, tasty, delicious foods and drinks are going to be everywhere. Like Christmas adverts, billboards, people giving you gifts of chocolate when they don't know what else to get you or you don't know them that well. Everywhere you go, there will be a tub of some kind of celebration, hero, whatever, because either people will just buy them and leave them out or they'll be given as a gift to someone and then they don't want it and they'll just give it to like the gym, for example, <laughs> and we'll just leave it at the gym and be like, oh, this is a nice gift. And everyone's like, oh God, another one. <laughs> so everywhere you go, people will either be advertising or offering you or gifting you or serving you delicious things. And because of the increase in frequency of these things, 
the more decisions you will have to make. Every time you see something or are offered something, that then creates an opportunity for you to either make a decision that aligns with your goal, e.g. fat loss, or doesn't align with your goal, e.g. potentially weight gain. And that is essentially what causes you to be successful or not to a great extent. If you never saw anything delicious and no one offered you anything like high calorie and delicious, you would probably eat less of those things. And therefore, it would be much easier to achieve your goal. But this time of year, that's typically not the case. So we have to have awareness of the fact that these things are influencing our decisions and the fact that based on how you have typically behaved in the past will give clarity on how you are potentially going to behave in the future. So if you have always struggled this time of year, you've always overindulged, you've always eaten things that you maybe didn't necessarily want to eat, but because someone offered it to you, you said yes, then you ate it, then you felt bad. It's reasonable to say that you may behave similarly to that now. But with that being said, now that you have this awareness of the fact that those things influence your decisions, you can now take steps to minimize the potential of those things impacting your decisions. So if someone gifts you a box of celebrations, you can now be that person that gifts it to someone else or leaves it at the gym. Please don't leave it at the gym because we will eat it. And you are then influencing our environment. Yes. You can then take steps to help, you know, align your behaviors with your goal a little bit better, being aware of the fact that you might not be able to be perfect. You might not be able to make every decision the best possible decision, but you can make better decisions that you have done in the past and potentially only gain five pounds instead of 10 or potentially not gain weight when you've gained weight previously. It's an obvious and simple point that we just forget about. Like you've you've only got so much willpower. Like everyone, everyone's willpower levels, it's like a bit like a battery is, is different. And the example that I always think of when it comes to willpower is, you know, my father, Ted, you might be too young. Father, Ted, you know, Mrs. Dougal, he'll be like, ah, father, do you want a cup of tea? And they'll be like, no, 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 it's fine. She'll be like, ah, go on, have a cup of tea, father. And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine, Mrs. Dougal. And she'd go, go on, go on. And she her, her, her character just basically said, kept saying, go on, go on, go on, go on. Until everyone would go, all right, I'll have a cup of tea. And she'd be like, oh, no problem, father, no need to shout goes and makes everyone a cup of tea. And it's like, you can only say no so many times before you're like, oh, go on then. And every time you say no to something that is something that you want to do, it chips away at your battery. It chips away at your willpower until your willpower breaks. Now, some people's willpower is different. So what you've got to try and minimize is, can you reduce the amount of times your willpower energy is zapped? Can you reduce the amount of times that you have to say no? And what I mean by that is you get a, you get a box of celebrations, don't open them. Because once you've opened them, that opens up your food environment to make it easier for ultra palatable food. I'll just have one. No one's ever had one ever. You've never had one of anything ever. And the same, once you start, like Pringles, eh? once you pop, you just can't stop. So if you get something like that and you know that you will just eat them all because you're just a monkey with thumbs like I am, don't open them, pass them on. If you're like, I really don't want to eat these, but I know I will if you open them. Well, guess what? Don't open them. Your environment will dictate that. Of course, it's way harder with kids. I get that. But it's not about perfection. It's about 
what can I do that's better than what I've done previously to stop me from hitting myself? And that's what we want to be focusing on. How can we better ourselves to put ourselves in the best possible position to not go as far back as, as we've previously gone? Because you can't compare yourself to anyone else. You can only compare yourself to yourself of yesterday, yourself of last week, your, yourself of last year. And compare yourself to that version of yourself and always strive to be better, always strive to move forward, always strive to be the best version of yourself. And being better is amazing. It's not about perfection. It's about doing what you can to make yourself better. And that's all we can ask. So to summarize, plan ahead. Plan ahead, guys. It's really important. Take 10, 15 minutes, plan your, plan your December. Your reframing of success. Like what does success actually look like as I just touched upon before? Give yourself a time frame. Don't make it go on from mid-November, December, January, and February. Give yourself a bit of time and have boundaries. Your environment, think about what you want. Think about what your environment looks like. Think about your willpower. Do everything you can to put yourself in the best possible position to not go really far backwards. I think there's something else that I would, I would definitely add to that. And that is acknowledging that you have goals and acknowledging the fact that you know, you maybe want to look and feel a certain way and you want to continue to push forward to that thing and you want to make these positive changes in your life. I think it's also important to remember that this time of year, there's other things to be gained out of this time of year other than just have I gained or lost weight. 100%. 100%. Spending time with your friends and family. This time of year, you will be spending more time with friends, family, co-workers that you maybe like or don't like. <laughs> and there is the other things to be gained out of those experiences. And it's important to not lose sight of that. And that, you know, food is more than just fuel. Food is, it's social. It's something that brings us together and it's enjoyable. Like this time of year, you're going to be going out to nice restaurants or you're Family is going to be making you delicious food and things like that. And it's important that to take a second to actually like enjoy some of those things as well and not just focus on what is this thing that I'm eating doing to my body composition in this moment and just solely fixating on that. And if it's maybe you've eaten a little bit more than you planned, you feel bad and you fixate on that and you lose sight of what else you have gained out of that experience, not just what you've maybe lost, then you are setting yourself up to not enjoy this time of year. And I think you should take a step back and go, you know what, maybe on the net, like it's a net positive for me to gain weight this time of year because of all the other things I'm going to get to enjoy and all the other things that I can get out of this, this time of year and these experiences. And Alongside that, recognizing that you have unconditional permission to eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Clip that in there. I was thinking about it earlier, then I forgot forgot about it, and now you brought it back up. You have unconditional permission to eat. You're allowed to eat whatever the fudge you want, and that may include fudge, which, by the way, is a top-tier sweet. They're like my favorite little mini fudges. Mini fudges, yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah, and you, like, you have unconditional permission to eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Just because you ate something that doesn't perfectly align with exactly how you want to look and feel doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you are a failure. It doesn't mean that you aren't still working towards your longer term goal. And I think that's also really important to recognize that one week, one day, one month 
doesn't dictate your long-term result and your long-term outcome. And it's important to extend that that time frame of a success and moving forwards. And it doesn't matter whether you gain weight this week. If you continue striving to do positive things over the rest of your life and you keep sight of where you want to be and how you want to look and feel, as long as on the like the net over all of it, you are making more positive decisions and doing positive things, you will keep moving forwards and will keep working towards where you want to be. And eventually you will get there if you keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You can do it. Have a wonderful Christmas and festive period, you sexy little minx. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho.